welcome to Sean and Lydia Happy Hour. We have a great podcast for you this week. We're coming at you from Des Moines, Iowa. Studio Easy Peasy. Of course, my co-host Lydia is joining me. What's up? And we're coming back at you after a few months off, and we'll get into the details there. But first things first, we get to welcome our Belgium babies, our Belgian booze. Our hey little yo. croissants. Madison and Clem. <laughs> bonjour, bonjour. Little croissants. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, join us, pull up a chair, listen, uh, light your favorite scented candles, and pop open your beverage of choice, alcohol or non, with us. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Happy hours. Cheers Ooh. to the happy hour. So Lydia, you can just go ahead and t- start with introducing Madison. Where do I even begin? I feel like your dad asked me this question a lot, so I'm really <laughs> yeah, just, should be. You should be prepared. Well, well um, we first, first met in middle just school. Repeat. Yeah. Yeah, we first met in middle school. However, we didn't really start hanging out probably until freshman year of high school, probably because of volleyball, I'm pretty sure. Yep. And I mean, just instant friends from there who were just always goofing around on the court and off the court too, <laughs> on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> on and off the court. And yeah, I mean, the rest is kind of history. We've remained very close over the years, and now we're 45 years old and yeah. <laughs> still, still doing the man. same stuff, still kicking. Still on that booze cruise together. Well, some moments in, in time for uh, early in our relationship, Madison was there for a lot of those awesome highlights. Like We spent a lot of New Year's together, almost every New Year's, really. Kind of our tradition. Yeah, mm-hmm. New Year's tradition. So we're here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys are back in town for the holidays, and we get to spend New Year's again again together here coming up uh but with that being said you guys i was gonna dive into a little bit of chicago and that's where we spent a lot of our early times and Mm -hmm. the riot festival and all those shows and just coming out there for like the fourth of july and whatnot but in chicago when you were going to school and after school you you were living out there madison you met clem and we heard that story last night (laughs) two different versions one one sentence one very long (laughs) and so in between we can get in there so how did you guys meet in chicago do you want to tell it this time i usually let clem tell it can short story then no. you do it okay. you do it okay uh <clears throat> yeah we so we met in chicago and talked for a, a bit and then met. well uh, we met on tinder yeah. i messaged him first <laughs> i said oh a french guy yeah. i can practice my french on him so i sent yeah. him a message in and french in french yeah. yeah yeah you are fluent then finally we met and uh, I've been we've been friends on Facebook, so I've been like a little stalker. I've been <laughs> just you know going through the picture. I mean, come on, you do the same, you know? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we all do the same. Yeah, we all are out there doing that. And uh, we finally met, and I f- I saw a picture on like Madison was on my porch of my apartment. And I was like, this is weird. Yeah, this is a bit weird. But okay, you know, maybe she was there with, you know, friends were living here before or, but this is still weird. And so we finally met and I have that in mind and we talk and stuff. And she asked me where I live and I say, I'm kind of vague. I say, here, <laughs> next to that restaurant. I mean, I don't know her. I don't want to give my address. <laughs> Just in case she's stalking you. Yeah. And, but then I know like something is like, okay, I know what's going on here. And then I tell her exactly where my address and we figure out that Madison lived in that same in this same apartment like a year and a half apart before Pro- before me. so wow. the same apartment 
ultimately the exact same room yeah. that's that insane. you were living in at what the time. The and I had been that? like, it's crazy. I mean, that's, I'm not always the one to say, like, I believe in, you know, fate, but there's some coincidences that's bizarre, that are just like, yeah. okay. That's super bizarre. It's one, so. <laughs> it's one thing if it was like a normal size city like Des Moines, Iowa, but not like the top five city of the in the country, Chicago. Yeah. Like yeah. this, this probability of that is extremely low. When she tell me, I was like, oh, yeah. He kind of he kind of had to fake it because he had he had oh, a, he, no, he had like a, he already knew a little he didn't know for sure but he had a like in his head he's like I, all right I, she's been on my porch I was like ah, I knew it I saw your picture <laughs> well that's lovely I'm glad that you guys that was so, what nine eight, and now seven, seven years, years seven later years, yeah. um, married We're living here. in Belgium yeah so yeah you guys moved to Belgium together the fall ish well you moved a little bit earlier you got, you found the place fall 2019 so you've been there for three years yep. and we all know because this podcast was born out of it the pandemic so you guys have <laughs> moved there and then the pandemic kind of waylaid your plans yeah initially six six months Sorta, after yeah, we, we lost moved, some time uh, for sure. but we moved in belgium and we knew people there so it's like we didn't move knowing no one and then the pandemic and it was just i mean granted that the pandemic you have to stay at home and and we didn't yeah. see much people uh, but yeah, it was it was really sad. And Brussels is really a city where you have a lot of people drinking beers or, or drinks, or cafe, or whatever, on the ter- outside on the terrace, and all the bars were closed. So it was it was a weird weird feeling. But um, well, we're super but, happy there. Yeah, yeah. But- your guys' place is phenomenal. We got to visit finally in June for your wedding, and oh man, I loved your place. That was an amazing month for yeah. us. Yeah, just people back to back. Brussels is, you know, if you go to Europe and, uh, of course, it's like Paris, Rome, uh, Barcelona, but Brussels is worth the, the detour. It's worth the stop. Yeah. It was very cool. <laughs> yeah. Very enjoyable. It was, everything is walkable, it felt like. It was, it felt like Des Moines in that it's like a small, yeah. big city. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Lots of young people, like lots of culture, just very accepting, like lots of different languages, very, um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Like eclectic. Cos- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cosmopolitan. Yeah. yeah. It was a beautiful city. Like we would like to, because when we visited, of course, you're flying all the way to Europe. So you want to see multiple yeah. places if you can, which was kind of exhausting, but also a blast. But we would love to come back and just stay yeah. in Belgium, like for a week yeah. or more yeah. or, for, or for a month two. can we uh, stay for like six months yeah. do you think uh, we'll talk about we'll it we can like throw down on beer or whatever <laughs> yeah. but I'll do the laundry <laughs> okay what's your favorite part of yeah, living what? in Belgium do you think for me it's being in such yeah an international city there's always something going on yeah. So many it's live like, shows too mm-hmm. for like more recently. Obviously that also sucked during the pandemic to not have that option, but just so many live music for me has come back as just like something that I love mm. and you can always find. Yeah. Do they host a lot of events in that little outdoor Where area? The, the so when we when st- we first arrived in Belgium jet lagged and like feeling a little rough. <laughs> Madison and Clem are like, if you want, there's like a little festival going on down the street. And we're like, okay, let's rally. Here we go. And so our very first night, we went to like a festival. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So do they have um, a lot of things that happen in that? Is it have a name like a square? Yeah. Like, yeah. They usually summer, do like a couple a summer. Yeah. But even if there's not something there, there's just always like 
in the proximity to us, there's always some yeah. type of like outdoor yeah. thing going on. And w- it was crazy that the sun literally didn't set until yeah. like 10. That's nice too. In the summer, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. we are up north compared to Des Moines, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are more, Brussels is more north. So then in the summer, like it's just, the it day are really short. <laughs> the nights are really short. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the days yeah. are really long and uh, yeah. 10.30 is still really bright yeah. out. And, yeah, you know, yeah, I was like, this yeah. is dangerous. <laughs> I, I do not need encouragement, but. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's really what you, what you mentioned, Lydia. I think Brussels and there's probably other cities like this, um, but the size and it's it's one million people, um, <clears throat> the diversity and of course uh, the beers. I mean, Miles and I really <laughs> are enjoying all the beers, and it's you know, it's like you have the thing with the wine in France and in everywhere where mm-hmm. you have different wine and you taste them, and you know, and in Belgium, beer is really it's that it's like the, yeah the comparison as like wine in france for mm-hmm. instance yeah, where yeah. you have so many beers you have so many brewery all of that is local they release new one you have a glass for each beer mm-hmm. you know and different kinds so it's it's really also a very yeah. affordable city yeah it's yeah we could clearly city. go on and on about <laughs> and but what about mannequin piss <laughs> yeah then yeah. there's this guy this little dude there you is know? a little guy. Yeah. He's pretty well known. Uh, if you can't tell, we're mega mature about little mannequin piss and the story and the lore behind him. They say a lot about Belgium. It's just like the most feeling, the most visited, visiting, visited thing in um, in Brussels is that little mannequin <laughs> piss. Yeah. Yeah. The, the little boy. That's the, the, the number one statue. thing to see. Yeah. No kidding. Not the beard. <laughs> you know? It's not a museum. It's not all the artists. Yeah, it's yeah. the little guy who, who you know, who pees. <laughs> <laughs> they like dress him up and stuff. Yeah, like, he gets a lot. He has a lot of costumes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that was funny. Like our little joke for the whole trip. It's just like, where's our mannequin peas? <laughs> yeah. Oh, mannequin peas, mannequin peas. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, great, great city. If you have a chance. Yeah, we're always happy for, to have visitors. So yeah. whenever you can manage it, I know it's a big trip. But yeah. tell people your phone number so they can reach you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> maybe after. Well, well, wonderful. Clem, you don't work from home anymore, do you? I work, it's hybrid. So I work two to three days from home and then I go to office. My office is a 15-minute walk. Yeah, so you <laughs> not know, too bad. Not too bad. I could go more. But I like the the hybrid. Um, I'm an IT engineer, uh, and yeah, it's just I like to be at home. It's like pace is different, and I I get more stuff done at home. Some days, sometimes I get more stuff done at the office. Depends on what I have to do for the day. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, I I really like the the going a couple days a week or one days a week, and then working from home. Um, so yeah, it's it's good. It's been yeah. three years. Madison, well. are you going to share about what you do sure. for your nine to five? <laughs> My nine to five old little, little gig. I work in logistics. I work um, for Amer- an American company, actually, yeah. that I started while we were living in Des Moines and was able to keep the job when we moved. So I work remote full time yeah. and I like it. I love it. It is not for everybody. I always, the number one thing people always ask me, mostly when it seems like a lot of people have this question, like in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're always like, oh, but you don't find it like difficult or you don't. And I'm like, no, I, I know it always I, blows my mind when people, <laughs> I, I love it. 
I like, it's, you know, we're lucky to have a great apartment. I have a nice setup. I'm home with my cat all day. Like it's, it's, it's great. But yeah. You, yeah. you started at the company. Yes. So you, you know, some people, I knew people know. before that helps that you have relationships yeah. with your coworkers. Yeah. Before that. Mm-hmm. But people you, are always like, how do you get stuff done? I'm like, uh, I love capitalism. First of all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love being productive. Yeah. <laughs> 60, 70 hour work weeks. No problem. I think it's interesting with the time change, you still are able to work from this company. Yeah. It, I kind of just have my mornings sorted to myself. And then the evening or the afternoons are are more with my coworkers. And yeah. it just, it works out. Even I'm more. Lucky. I'm I mean, really lucky that it. I will say yeah. you have even more than half of the day with them. You yes, have, because you I know. work with people who have overnight Oh, shifts now wow. i supervise more or less i guess mm. an overnight wow. so they worked out so. and for them it's great it's like the business is running you know someone knows uh, more it's, it's, not 24 7 but like when you know you have like see. people working an overnight shift you're unless it's i guess a huge company you're not gonna have somebody really overseeing i guess much of what they do while they're working so yeah the time in that sense the time difference works out yeah that's beneficial for the yeah. company yeah for sure. So, so you love capitalism too. Yeah, <laughs> huge fan, huge fan. <laughs> capitalism. Yes, we can't start spreading those lies. No, that's, no, no, that's, that's no. It's actually the opposite of how I feel. But <laughs> that's a, that's a story for another yeah, podcast. another pod. <laughs> so let's tell the folks a little bit about what we're gonna do for New Year's Eve. Yeah, we've been to Decadence a few times. 2014, Me, 2015. I think I only I've never been. I just went one time. 2015. Mm-hmm. Okay. He knows. Yes. Uh, we, these folks uh, have been have been around. Mm-hmm, decadence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing it again. Yeah, we're sending it back. Had to do it. Denver Convention Center, humongous area. Like you could hold like a Comic Con there type thing. You know, you could have anything at this venue. Um, and then all I remember is it was like hard to see anything. So I'm not looking <laughs> yeah, forward yeah. to that. Bring your stepping stool. Yeah. Yeah. I like aesthetically not like a super nice festival yeah, yeah. to go to, I guess. But yeah. we're spending the 30th yeah. there. We're one seeing day. who's who's like the one number one act that you're excited for. LS Dream and Big Wild. Yeah. Big Wild. Big Wild. Yeah. Big Baby. Wild. I, I cannot wait. He's so good. I cannot wait. And he's, he's gosh, since the last time I saw him, he's blown up. Yeah, he is. He's like on tier he, one now. Like he did announce he, for this show, he's doing a solo show. Which is kind of interesting because he usually now has like some backup, like singers and a band. So I think I think it'll be fun. It'll be fun to have just him, mm-hmm. little little good old fashioned solo show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rocking out. Yeah, that'll be great. Those are actually my top two. I can't even think of who else is going to be there on that thirtieth. And then on the 30th... Is Grizz, no? This is how many concerts that we've been to. We're just like, I don't even know who's <laughs> playing. Um, we're just going to go and yeah. hope for the best. <laughs> Maybe I can pull it up real quick. Yeah. It's it's being with your friend and just being at a party all together, you know. Yeah, uh, being together is number one. So. Seeing some good music. And at least a couple artists that I know of. Yeah. And then discovering new music, too, is always fun. Like somebody that you don't even expect to <laughs> crush it. Yeah. It. We got Big Wild, Closey, Grizz. Oh, Closey. Grizz, yes. Grizz, yeah. yeah. Jack Grizz, Wolf. Yeah. yeah. LS Dream. And then uh, some honorable mentions, I suppose, but I'm not really into like house music like Tiesto and stuff. So. Ah. <laughs> I mean, it's a decent. <laughs> yeah, for, me, for me, personally, it's a decent lineup. Yeah. 
It I'm seems excited. like every year the lineup the lineup is pretty good there at Decadence. So that will be a lot of fun. And then we are doing on the thirty first, we're just sticking to the good old fashioned house party, which will be fun for me because that's how I like to ring in New Year's. I mean going to show the show on the thirtieth and that is like the perfect cadence yeah. for me. A nice yin and yang. Yeah, no. I don't think we needed to do two nights. It's I don't know if I ca- if I could <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah. I'd rather just be farting around. Like you said, we're party 55 like years old. Yeah. <laughs> I said 45. Come on. I know. I'm going to keep up and up again. It's called comedy. So that will be a lot of fun. I'm and pretty then... sure I'm supposed to be doing a stand-up set as oh, yeah. well on New that's Year's that's Eve. That's... But I don't know. Oh. So it's like set. I should probably get to okay. working on that. <laughs> I mean, you can just recycle a lot of them. I am recycling quite a few, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's one thing that we'd like to eat or show them in Denver? Can you think of anything in particular? Lose chicken. Yeah, okay, you did mention chicken. that. Yeah. That's happening. That? It's just delicious, like fried oh. chicken okay. tendies and Perfect. like mac and cheese. Yeah. And yeah. It's just so good. Waffle I have to fries. get it every single time yeah. I go. It's really good chicken. It's, it's like so top good. tier. And okay. it, yeah, Lydia's obsessed with it though. I mean, geez, she's, it's the number one thing we've got to get every time. What about Voodoo Donut? Is there any other oh, staples? Yeah. I'm not really super into it, but We've yeah. been to Denver. We don't have to. We have, while. but I'm really looking forward to this trip because yeah, the last time we went was, um, it was long before we even moved to, to Belgium. Yeah. And you guys have have it's really become your like second kind of home, yeah. I guess. And you yeah. have such a little community there. Mm-hmm. And you know, we hear all these names all yeah. the time. <laughs> and we're, and we're, and we're like, wait. of course, I, every time since I haven't met most of them, I have to say, wait, who is this again? And like, tell me how you know, you know, yeah, where are all the connections? But where I'm, I'm just, stoked, I can't yeah. wait to to meet all of them and. It's just going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. That's really mm-hmm. nice of you to say. And you know, a few of our Denver friends listen to our podcast, so they'll be <laughs> loving that shout out there. Yeah, so. you know who you are. I haven't met you yet, but. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, I can't really think of anything ex- ex- explicit to show them. But yeah, you brought up Meow Wolf. That would be neat if they could do that, if they wanted to make some time to do it. Because it is something you've mm. got to try. you got to try the museum. Go through the exhibit. Yeah. yeah. And we went to a show there. That was really fun. Oh, that was so, very cool. That yeah, they had like a Silver. separate yeah, like area. Awesome. Yeah, it's really neat. Cool. So we could we go want- to, to Red Rocks and just... That's just, the one thing we have that. to get back again so we can finally go to a Red Rocks show. But I, again, we got to yeah. work it in somehow. I don't know. Yeah, yeah so. we actually just went there in November for Rufus Dussault. Oh, or it was October, yeah. I think. Yeah, so Big nice. Wild, if you're listening, can you... What do you mean? Red Rocks. <laughs> Can't you just call out like uh, fake year? Oh, yeah. yeah you can just sure. have fake year bring you. <laughs> okay, we could. I'll, t- I'll talk to him. We'll chat. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't understand that little joke, but you guys know fake yeah. year. You're friends with his fiance. There's yeah. a wife. They're married. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she played yeah. at your wedding. She played at she your did. wedding. She did. She was our DJ. She was awesome. DJ, DJ, Anna? DJ Pam. Pam. DJ Pam. Yeah. DJ Pam. She's good. She's good. She DJ. Yeah, that was yeah, so that was much fun. fun. She had like, <laughs> it, you know, a DJ is amazing when you got every age range dancing. You got the little kids. Yeah. You got like the That's older true. people. You got us in the yeah. in between. Yeah, killing it. Well, cool. That's a that's a little intro to Madison and Clem. What we've got going on here in the next couple of weeks. One thing I want to give a shout out to is Ben and Benny's Christmas party, your mm-hmm. Christmas party, Madison. So that's your parents. And we're looking forward to that on the 23rd as well. It's always nice to have everyone kind of come into town and do that. Mm-hmm. But Lydia, do you want to get into the crux of the podcast? 
with kind of like I a mean, little... it's going to kind of be a bummer. <laughs> well, it's just everybody. basically an update for anyone listening yeah. just as why we haven't had a podcast come on your Life is good moment and bad moments. Yeah. So, yeah you know, got to got to have everything. Yeah. Yeah, um my dad died in September, September 11th. I'm like, dad, come on. I've already been traumatized once on September 11th. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Oh yeah. I the Twin Towers wasn't enough. <laughs> like, come on. Um, he died. Um, he was 70 years old. He just turned 70 in August and it ripped my heart wide open. I've lost a few people in my life and my grandma Barb died a couple years ago. My grandpa Hagen's died several years ago and that really hurt, especially, I mean, I love my grandpa Hagen's, but I was like very close to my grandma Barb and that hurt really bad. And I just thought, oh, that's how it feels, you know, to lose somebody. But when I lost my dad, it's like something you can't even describe. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I thought I had felt pain before, but... Not this, yeah. <laughs> it's just like a void, just like completely into your life. And you and I experienced a death and your family, Sean, together. Mm -hmm. And that, that was really hard when your sister died. Like that was very traumatic, but to lose my own father, it's hard to put into words. It's just like, like he hadn't been doing well health-wise, but I did not expect him to die. Mm -hmm. You know, you like it wasn't expect. like he was in hospice or mm -hmm. something. He had so much life left to live, but it's unimaginable. Like it doesn't seem like that's even a possibility, even if it, the health is waning and like yeah. decisions mm -hmm. are being made that aren't exactly right or perfect, you know. So yeah, I think also every you know talking about Sean's sister and your dad, like every death, if they are related to you more or less, you know, if it's your own blood or, or not, uh, they are they are just different and. Depends also where you are in your life at that point and yep. uh, how you're going to deal with it. So it's it's just a, a really weird feeling. It's I don't think they affect you more or less than other death. I mean, you know, if you don't know the person, it's of course different, but it still affects you in some ways. And uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's just. Do you mind sharing, Clem? Like, because just so people know, like you also lost yeah, your Yeah, I lost my dad in uh, 2018. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, same, uh, you know, really, I'm not going to go into the details. Mm -hmm. No, no. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's uh, really, really uh, heartbreaking and, you know, uh, I try to process it. I don't even know if I, uh, if I did process it mm -hmm. yet. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to, to believe and uh, that's where, you know, uh, I want to be here for my mom and, um, and uh, for, for my family. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we're, we're lucky we have a um, really united uh, family. We we are close to each other. Uh, so yeah, it's just a, you know it's a, something that will always be in my mind, and uh, you know I don't think about it every day. You know, but I guess all the time, almost uh, you know a few things. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just yeah, it's. I've never experienced a loss like. I mean, all of you, I haven't experienced a loss of someone that close to me, like all of you have, but so all I can go on is what I've seen. I haven't felt what any of you have felt, but I know I've heard that the, the grief 
and like the loss, it never goes away. It just, it's with you your whole life and it maybe changes in form, but it's just something you live with. Yeah. You have to, I mean, you know, I, I, I feel, you know, I feel terrible and I, I mean, I've, I was really sad of course, but like then I think about my mom and I'm like, okay, I need to be, I need to be there for my mom. I need to be you strong got, for my you mom. You got yeah. nieces and nephews and you got, yeah. you know, your siblings. So it's just like, yeah, it stay for you forever, for sure. But you know, you got to live, you got to move on. You know, I'm going to just not live anymore. I mean, you know, you got to. Yeah, the so. emptiness and the void, and basically losing. So, like the experiences that you had with that person, you can, you can, you have, you, I, you always feel like you can just go to that, like open that box of like memories and like talk with them about that or bring something up. Like, hey, do you remember like when we were kids and we played Pokemon cards? And one of my favorite memories with my sister is we were at like a all you can eat like buffet restaurant, and we were like, I was like six, seven. She was like, she was only a year younger than me. So uh, she triple dog dared me to eat sushi. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, first it was like, I dare you. And then it was a double and it was a triple, you know, the, like the, the normal 90s thing. And then she, and I said, no, what the heck? But she had this first edition Wiggly Tough. I really what? wanted it. I really wanted it. So I was like, if I eat this, then you have to give me your Wiggly Tough. And she said, oh, yeah, that's worth it. She didn't give a crap about Pokemon cards. She just yeah. played to like hang out with me. And so I ate it vomited it and she just, she's because i was just like, so, i was just so in my head about it like oh because she got in my head yeah and but then she like laughed so hard she like peter pants laughing oh you know so we're like puking and peeing and all over this buffet restaurant and, and good that, memories yeah but like that that is shelby was like a baby she doesn't remember that cheyenne doesn't remember that my parents don't recall this i guess but so now there's no one so now this only lives this memory and this like like joy is something that gives me i was been playing with pokemon cards lately and i just came across that wiggly tough and yeah so that it just rekindled that and like oh i can't like text her about that you know i can't like go to somebody and like open that memory box and like share that joy so now i'm of course sharing it with the listeners playing at home and you guys but that is like that that is the void that is like the void right in front of me. And like that, and that hits me all the time with my sister is like not being able to like talk about things that we both experience, good and bad, especially the bad, you know, I'll never have those moments where I can share about our traumas together or like whatever. Like I can't coalesce with her. Or I think that might be the right word, but I can't like commiserate. Commiserate. Yeah. Thank you. So that is that void that uh is just prominent every day and i know you guys think about it i just realized it like two weeks ago actually and i don't know what i was thinking about i think i was thinking about one of my dad's stories and i just had this realization like i can never like fact check his stories Mm -hmm. like it's all like it's all like up here in my crappy memory like it's like that's it you know and it was just like it was just painful to think about that Mm. It's like I can never I can only like retell these secondhand memories of his stories like I can never Exactly mm. the secondhand mm. storytelling you know I exactly mm. I can never I exactly hear him retell about his life like that's over Yeah like yeah. our <laughs> no, memories are so fallible it. and that is right. why you have to lean on others to 
kind of like corroborate your stories. Check a little bit with that. Shelby and I went on a road trip to a concert in in October, and during that ride, she shared like three different stories about like her and I and like our family growing up that I don't recall at all. Mm. And it's like okay, so now like with Sissy gone, her like brain is not here. Like Mm -hmm. her energy is not here to express those stories to me. So that is like. That is just like that is the loss in the void. Like I think about that all the time. So yeah, mm. you bringing up like the secondhand nature of these stories, and if you can't hear, we've got two little boys, kitty cats just running around on this cat. Going cuckoo. <laughs> if you can hear that play. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, that's the that's a huge aspect of grief. It's and hard that's to why put it never into goes words. Away. Yeah, it's hard to put into. Well, words. yeah, that's why you just gotta do what I do and share examples about stuff that hurts. Should mm-hmm. I read my poem? Yeah, yeah. sure. Lydia's an amazing poet. She sure is. This isn't my best work, but sometimes I feel a lot. Sometimes I feel nothing at all. Is this what I am? Am I the stone or the wall? I used to think I was stoic, used to think I was cool. My heart has been ripped wide open, as big as an Olympic swimming pool. I've been filling it with trinkets, good times, and fun things, but not a single piece of it will bring you back to me. Beautiful. I think one of the things, like a reoccurring emotion that I've had is like, I'm like a fixer. Like I'm a type of person who's like, oh yeah, I can like get myself out of this or do this or that. Like I can always like solve the problem no matter what, like get to the result that I want it. But it's like, I can't solve this. There's nothing I can do. It's a helpless feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad that there are some things you cannot solve and you know. <clears throat> I think it's uh, yeah. You have to accept it and uh, and live with it. And uh, of course, yeah, it's it's not flexible. And uh, and it's probably better that you cannot fix it or uh, or just uh, you know there's not a, a, just a solution for it. Um, so I think it's part of the the, the grieving and the, you know uh, yeah. I I think you know this the the hard thing is that it's like when you hang out with friends. For a whole week, when you're a kid or not, and then the vacation are over, you come home and then you know you're not with your friends anymore, and it's like that. It's like from a day to another, it's just it's it's gone and it will never be back, and and you have that exactly that feeling that just void, uh, emptiness. So it's uh, it's you yeah. will. But it's, it's like a that. part of life. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's parents are gonna die. And uh, yeah. all of us are going to die. And yeah. <laughs> it's a, literally a part of life. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's, I mean, would you be willing to live forever? I but no, because you know, then if all everyone I loved could live forever, but if yeah. you're just alone in the world living forever, all your friends die and I'd everyone you care about dies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be amazing. Yeah. But absolutely. <laughs> Cheers to that. I would also like that. I would like to drink and ha- not be hangover. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like a lot of things. I'd yeah. like a million dollars. Do you have a solution for that? You know? Yeah. Well, we're just throwing out wishes. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, abstinence is the only way. But (laughs) yeah, no, that ain't happening. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing that, Lydia. It's um, I think obviously like one of the pieces that's difficult about being living in Belgium is that when these things happen, like oh man, it's hard. It's hard to know how you know how to be there when when I'm so far away and so I'm obviously like grateful for this time now and 
<laughs> Clem, like you and Clem moved. My sister passed yes. away, and I recall Clem like we a zooming or something yeah. after that. And he was saying on the zoom about how he wanted to hug me. Yeah, like I, I want to give you a hug, or he texted me or yeah. something. And like that is that that text like means a lot because I still think about it. Or like that him saying that that, mm. that interaction because that like embracing that hug can go so far. Yeah. You know, it's way easier to do, but when you're an ocean away, yeah. it's what? much more difficult. Do, that's yeah. what that's what I was trying. Yeah, I was already uh, yeah. back to Europe when uh, when your sister died. Just I was just back there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and you then, moved a month yeah. later, you know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, well that's also why it's just in yeah, in general obviously we love coming home because it's nice to be home I think at during the holiday season and just it's just such it fills your cup, as my dad would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm just happy that we can spend time together and and, Do, and talk about all the things that the good and the bad that you have going on. Yeah, that's a good, uh, good segue to us possibly just doing another topic, which is favorite kind of holidays. Oh. Stuff. oh, we can just we can kind of move into some more holiday cheer and get some joy, be joyful. Yeah, we can cap it off with that. For yeah. Sure. So favorite holiday tradition? I mean, I already kind of brought up uh, the Ben and Benny, Zach Richley Hugh Christmas party is super impactful and fun. And then, uh, but yeah, if you can think of something else, then that would be ideal. Or how do you celebrate your holiday? I think well, it's the summer and the winter. It's a totally different for me growing up. I we used to go ski for the winter holidays, and we actually spent many Christmas uh, at a ski um, resort, and so that that was a that was a good one. But overall, I think I prefer summer holidays and just like trips. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Take like a week or ten days that you know we we do. No, but like, do you have a specific holiday? Ah, like you celebrated Christmas growing up. Yeah, and you Christmas, still Christmas. Yeah. Uh, You're not out here celebrating Kwanzaa or anything, right? No. I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I, I like Christmas. I'm not like 200% when it's you know, Christmas. Like, you know, some people get so excited about yeah. Christmas. Yeah. I, I really like Christmas and you get to your, with your family, but I won't get like, you know, over excited about it. I guess you, you're more than that. But yeah. I think as a kid, Christmas was the goat. Christmas oh. was number one, yeah. even before Halloween. Now, as an adult, I think Halloween and Thanksgiving are right up there with Christmas. Yeah, it's a, it lost a little bit shine, like in quotes, just because it's not me like waiting for my GameCube <laughs> under the tree that yeah. Santa brought. You know, it's not me waiting for my new Nintendo or whatever. It's more like seeing everybody. Everyone gets comes into town for Christmas and yeah, or Thanksgiving. Exactly. Yeah. It's about the people who yeah. are around when you're celebrating. Yeah. That's the gift. So you guys yeah. paid, you know, fourteen hundred dollars for my gift. Mm -hmm. You know, Clem, yeah. your plane ticket. <laughs> so Buy you a car too. That's a nice <laughs> gift, dude. Dang. And but, you got a new car. <laughs> so did you celebrate on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day with your family? Generally, we usually do the twenty four at night. Okay, yeah. that's that Christmas was my family Eve, too. Yeah. Okay. That was, that's when we, we opened all of our presents. Uh, okay, we do the twenty fifth. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's that's kind of weird. Twenty fifth was Santa. Presents on Christmas Eve. We no Santa came and brought the presents on Christmas oh. Day. Yeah. Oh. So we well, open. Uh, obviously. <laughs> yeah, Santa's coming to town. 
So the big man. So he <laughs> he would bring the presents on Christmas Eve night after we opened up all of our gifts. And I'm all hyped up on all these awesome games, but I can't play them because I. So I would just sleep awfully, and then yeah. I would get up at 5 a.m. I would go down and check. I mapped the whole house. I have it downstairs in yeah. a notebook. I drew a whole map, and I drew <laughs> I drew a map of our house, and I drew like my pathing to get to what? the to sneak to the Christmas oh, tree so to check hilarious. it out. I, I have a notebook. I should go get it. I know exactly where this notebook is too. Yeah. So like I would, and then I would wake up Chantel. Oh fuck, that gut ties in. That, she was my. Oh, okay. She was my number two. She was my ready player too. She, where I would go wake her up and be like, sis, come on, it's time. And dude, as the years progressed and like it was like 12, 13 years old, I was still doing this. Yeah, you we know? still do it to this day, baby. When I get so excited, oh like, yeah, I wake up like a little yeah, too early. Yeah. It's like six a.m. Yeah. We're like. Okay, we have to go back to bed for like a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, that's, Dude, that's, that's the morning we give each other. Yeah. I remember one year my sister was like into stamp collecting. What? Yeah, because my dad always did coins, and then there was like this coins and stamp shop right off Douglas that we used to go to. And so she was like, that was the morning where I woke her up, and she was, and I had like new video games, I had like an Xbox or PS2 or something, and she like. <laughs> She was like, no, I don't really care because she knew she was going to get like a globe and a fucking stamp. Oh my God. So she's like, whatever, I'll wake up when I wake up. She was just annoyed I was trying to get her up at 5 a.m. To but, get your game. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas is yeah. always super important for my family. And like I said, Christmas Eve. So Lydia, you kind of touched on oh, it. Oh, it's hard to pick. I guess I, I love Halloween. I love yeah. dressing up. But as a grown up. Did you did you also love Halloween when you were? Yes. Yeah. 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 I loved it. I've, I've, I've never not Halloween. dressed up. I've never I've not loved dressed it. up. Yeah. Every year. I think Even. there was maybe like one year where I didn't because there wasn't like house parties going on or whatever. That like in between where you're not old enough to go out to the bars. Yeah. But yeah. Also, nobody was hosting a yeah. party. So it's like. <laughs> like every year when I do my like I'm trying to budget for the year of like you know trips and everything I have to budget a little money for my costume <laughs> oh my yeah. god costumes yeah. I mean it's hundreds of dollars I end up spending yeah. like the Kill Bill outfit the the sword itself was like 40 the Bruce Lee like tracksuit was like 120 uh, okay. you know like it adds up it adds up, man. It's a racket, man. It's a racket. Yeah, big Halloween. <laughs> yeah, big Halloween. The industrial complex is coming to get me. Uh, I also love St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily for the reasons you would maybe think, but because it always it's always right around the spring equinox, and it always feels like a celebration of spring. Sometimes we get good weather. It's fun to just get drunk with your friends. I am Irish, so that's like the yeah. one time yeah, I yeah. played Dropkick Murphy. <laughs> oh my I, god, you're yeah, my, that we yeah. were playing it last time. We usually like host Sean and I do just because we like it, and I think a lot of people expect at some point to get an invite for our little party. And I don't know, I just have a lot of good memories surrounding it. Like it's always, it's always a fun day. No, it's fun. It's fun. It's true. And to celebrate spring, like it's yeah. nice, it's a fun time to like welcome spring, and like we're just coming out of the winter, and it just feels like a new day kind of a thing, except for the year that COVID happened. Oh yeah. That yeah. was right around COVID. Yeah, it, we were out at Hessen house <laughs> oh, yeah. and they were like cleaning the tables extra hard. And we're like, should we be out right now? Because like a week later things shut down. Yeah. I was like, uh, cause nobody was, we didn't really know what to yeah, do. Yeah. It was a weird, do. the start was really like, touch really go, hit like, us. What? <laughs> Which, what do we do? Well, I think at the end of the day, um, like you mentioned, like the highs and the lows of life. I'm just happy that I have you guys here by my side to share and all that with. And that's part of the beauty 
of being alive is being grateful for what you do have. And you do just have to kind of shift your mindset. Like as much as it hurts to lose people, like I'm also incredibly grateful for like the health and the wealth that we have mm -hmm. together, you know, as a friend group. And that's more than like a lot of people can say. And I'm just happy that you guys are here with me for this crazy journey. Yeah, no. We're rich with Us love. Us too. I yeah. mean, yeah. Couldn't put it much better. And <laughs> that is Sean and Lydia Happy Hour. Thank you for joining us this week. We appreciate it. We'll try to come back at a more strong, a better cadence. Maybe I can fly with this stuff and we can do a podcast in Denver. It's been well, we have our we have to do the end of the year podcast. Oh yeah, we yeah. Watch the final I'll tomorrow. I redo. Well, we got to get to a Christmas party here, and then you guys have your own dinner plans, I believe. And then we got to hopefully tie it off a little early tonight because we've got France in the finals versus Argentina. Hey, I'm making no promises about tying it off early. I'm just <laughs> well, either way, I'm getting up and going to be yes. at Wellman's yes. before the game even starts at 9 a.m. tomorrow, Central Time. And we got them going against uh, Messi and Argentina. Yeah. And uh, it's just important. It's so important to me because it's important to you, Clem, because if you couldn't tell he's our Frenchy little yeah. Frenchy boy <laughs> let's and do a prediction what do you think score 3-2 France 3-2 France 2-0 France okay 2-1 France 2-1 Argentina oh, oh you're how dare you I don't think that's good juju but I don't. You think mess? You think the refs are gonna try oh, to get we've messy? Talked his to, we've talked trophy. about this. It is. I, I personally yeah. believe that they could totally rig this. I have yeah. a weird totally. feeling. Every, no. we'll see tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> every organization France in is sports, take anything. Oh, anybody can be bribed and yeah, bought, and anybody. it could totally. If Argentina wins, and and for some reason. Just look, look out for the call. Look out for if there's any weird calls. Is anybody we'll interested out there in bribing me to be their friend or something? Because <laughs> I need some dollar bills, y'all. But anyway, with that being said, Lydia and I, just to kind of give you a little taste, we're going to have our end of the year podcast, Super Important to Me, where we share our favorite movies, music, games, moments of the year, concerts, festivals, and whatnot. So that is going to be coming at you here in a couple weeks. So this has been Sean and Lydia Happy Hour. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Yeah, we love you, too. Thank you, Madison and Claire. Yeah. Thank love you for joining you. us. We, we love you guys yeah. very much. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Make sure you share this with your friends in Belgium. I will. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk at you soon. Bye-bye.